I am Henry Lin. And I'm Barnett Zitrin. And welcome to Better World. Better World is a podcast about badass people doing really good things. The more we know about this world, the better we can do in changing it. So welcome to Better World. You know, the thing that I love about you most, Barnett, is everything. Um, That's my meditative stance today. It took me two and a half hours of, of sitting in a room just to get there. Or like almost 20 years. Almost, <laughs> the better part of 38 years. <laughs> it was real. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm so, I'm, we recorded yesterday. I'm more zen today. You are? Uh, like more sense of calm. I loved you yesterday. You were on fire yesterday. I know. Shout Thank out you. to Blue Land. You yeah, guys were great. Blue Land. She's like... She's the boss. She's killing. I don't know what to do about it. So how'd you get into this uh, meditative state? Because I have been reading a little bit in the New York Times that uh, this digital lifestyle of ours is slowly killing us and causing more anxiety than the human mind can possibly process. But again, <laughs> I read too much New York Times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to unload all of that. I'll start with the question you asked me before. Um, it started with... Uh, a plyometrics class at Chelsea Piers Brooklyn. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Which was like, yeah, I probably burned like 600 calories in 45 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The class is called Ignite. Okay. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then I actually, I don't meditate normally, but I did meditate after the class. I have gotten into the Deepak Chopra. The Oprah Winfrey, uh, the Insight Timer. All Otherwise known as Winfrey. Yeah, that's one. Okay. That's cool. one. Uh, it's also um, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Goldbreg. Goldbreg. Thank you. Today on the podcast, we have our friend Stephen from Journey, who's going to tell us a little bit about how we can make a better world starting in our minds. We're a little too wound up, a little too anxious, and we are here today to just chill the fuck out. Stephen, thanks and welcome to the pod. Welcome. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, we're really excited to have this conversation. Normally with Better World, one would think, because of our name, that we're talking about like external worlds. No, it starts inward. But yeah, it can be inward. We've hinted at that a little bit. We had Lauren Billy. That was the first episode. Yep. She was Have a... we revisited in our world, the inside world, your M world? Marcus Antibi and oh, yeah. uh, Al yeah. Silverfagan. Um, was the was the second visitation, uh, but here we are in the third, long overdue. Yeah. Stephen, tell us a little bit about Journey, and please help Barnett to find his inner chill. Yeah, well, I'll start by where you guys were. Uh, you know, as we clean up our own inner worlds, we're able to show up in the outer world in a much better way, more aligned with our values, more aligned uh, with the way we want to be. And so I found for me personally, as I've been able to do this work over the last, I guess, decade now almost, uh, it's really helped me to show up differently. And that can have a, a really oh, wow. beautiful ripple effect. So how are you manifesting this work in your day-to-day -day life? Can you tell us a little bit about what your practice is and how you got there? Because I feel like there's this stigma around if I'm not meditating 20 minutes a day, I'm not really doing it right. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stigmas around meditation. Uh, I'll start with where I started. Uh, I found a book on Buddhism. It was in 2011. It was the story of a regular dude 
who started meditating and it changed his life. And I was like, oh, okay, this is approachable language. This is a simple story. The guy 10% was, happier? No, actually, most times I compare it to 10% happier because mm-hmm. we, we know that book now. It was called Buddhism for Busy People. Sick. Yeah. Um, and Cliff, I, Cliff I just, Notes. Yeah. 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 He was, he was shopping the Cliff Notes section at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> and uh, in Australia. Barnes & Noble, Australia. Um, Brain uh, surgery for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just started meditating and it was it was really, really helpful. And back then I was doing five minutes a day, every other day, you know, 10 minutes a day, once in a while. And it's only been over the last three, four, five years that my practice has continued to expand and deepen. So my current mm. practice, I sit for about a half hour every morning. The practice can range. Sometimes it's a mindfulness practice. Sometimes it's a focus, a concentration practice. But oftentimes it's a loving kindness practice, wishing myself love and then going out to others and then eventually ending with all beings. May all beings Mm. be happy, safe, healthy, at ease. I've heard about the inner smile meditation from Peter Evans, uh, supposedly best in the morning where you come into your body and smile at each of your respective organs and senses. Sounds like a beautiful practice. Um, Part of my mindfulness practice is dropping into the body and just bringing awareness to each part. Mm. I would love to try incorporating the little, the little smile and the little gratitude there. (laughs) It sounds like there's no one way to meditate. Oh, there's many ways it seems, right? Yeah, absolutely. Think of it like exercise. You could do a mm. fire ignition class at Chelsea Mm. Piers, Brooklyn. You could do yoga right across the street. You could do. You know, you could just run on the street. There aren't any half measures for Barnett Zitron. <laughs> this guy goes hard. When he goes in, he goes in. All the way. Fall on. Oh. Yeah. He only has two speeds. Oh. One of them is beating me up. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about the company? Uh, I believe that you guys have developed a platform and you're going consumer. Can you tell us the sure. shifts that you're making, where you started? and? Yeah, absolutely. So started the company, Journey Meditation, four years ago. Goal was to help people live happier, healthier, less stressed lives. Mm -hmm. I thought that if we could bring meditation to people in a really simple, approachable, secular way, it could really resonate, right? There's no reason it has to come through Buddhism as I found it or going to a studio. How do you meet people where they are physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially? So we put together a team of experts on the science side and on the meditation side. Really the idea being to combine these ancient practices with everything that science now shows us about how the brain and body work. Mm -hmm. We created this program and then we took it out into the world. And because I had come from the corporate world for the 12 years prior to starting Journey, I ran a business that helped organizations celebrate and inspire their employees. I knew that there was a real need in organizations for this type of work, this type of practice. And so that's where we went. And our to the first, organizations. To the organizations, yeah. Mm, interesting. Our first client was Warby Parker. Our second was Time Warner. We've gone on Time to Time Warner with, needs to fucking chill. Mm. I would think it would be an intense place nowadays. Um, <laughs> we've worked with everyone from like Nike, Facebook, Disney, Google to Harlem Children's Own and the Anti-Defamation League. And how do you League. work with them? You, you go in and... Yeah, we have a program that has a number of different parts to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a 30-minute weekly class that we do on-site. So we'll take a conference room, we'll transform it subtly through sight, smell, and sound. Mm. It's the same time every week. So employees know this is my time to be able to step away, Mm. connect with a teacher, connect with my fellow uh, meditators or colleagues. Then we also support that with uh, some recordings via the Journey app. Mm -hmm. Then there's also metrics. So we are able to provide the organization with some real stats on the impact the program's having. 
and then there's a customized How communication. How are the metrics done? So you have this wonderful app that I assume works in the same way that Insight Timer or one of these other apps works and allows for a user to meditate. Are you tracking what the employees are meditating to and then benchmarking their performance after meditation? What, what, what's the methodology that you sure. got? Sure. So this, this, this will take a minute to, to explain more fully. So what we have done over the last four years with the organizations is provide them with an app that has only a few things. It has a number of recordings so that mm -hmm. they can continue their practice. It has a class schedule so that they can see what classes are coming up and what the themes are. Mm -hmm. And it has a progress tracker so they can continue to continue to see the journey that they're on. Right. No pun intended. Um, pun so fully intended. Pun fully intended. TM. Can't even say the word anymore. Right. So, <laughs> so that's one thing, right? Now today, literally a few hours ago, we launched the world's first live group meditation app. So think Peloton for meditation. So live right. classes, live teachers, the ability to meditate with friends, et cetera, ask questions, get the support of a community. So that's the new product, which I'm excited to tell you all about. But going back to your, your question about the metrics, what we do is we survey the participants of the program on things like stress, sleep, quality of life, et cetera, mm. before the first class, after the eighth class, and then every six months after that. Mm. And we share that data anonymously with the organization. And so they're able to see what is the impact that this program is having and really keep their finger on the pulse of the team members. Got it. Does that make sense? It That's great. So, it does, so for employees, it doesn't always need to be meditation in like a conference room. They can do it exactly. anywhere. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, the idea is how do we support them wherever they may be? Maybe they're consultants who are traveling all over the world. Maybe they are in the office and they're able to, to sit together. Right. Um, and so that's where we started, just to go back to the question. That's where we started, and we've done that. Uh, we're now in 20 cities all over the world teaching meditation. We have incredible teachers who are going and running this curriculum. Amazing. And about a year ago, we said to ourselves, how do we scale this to reach more people? You know, nothing really beats being face-to-face -face like we are today. Right. But there's limitations to that. And so how do we use technology for good? How do we use the phone to empower people and connect people? And when we looked at all the current meditation apps, which are really wonderful in certain ways, we found that there's a couple things that are lacking. The first is they're all recordings, right? So they're right. two years old or five years old or 10 years old, and you're doing them by yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to go on your phone, you press play, and you listen to a recording from two years ago right. by yourself. And for thousands of years, meditation's been practiced in communities. It's something that we've done together with other people. And for the last five years, it's something we do by ourselves on our phone. Mm. So we said... That's sad. Yeah, how do we... Sad. Yeah, yeah it is sad. How do, we, how do we use technology to be able to bring people together and connect them around this really ancient, authentic, beautiful practice? Mm -hmm. And so that got us on the path to building this product, which is called Journey Live. It's chat roulette for meditation. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it that, but that's, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Some of them land, some of them don't land. You're reaching with that one. It's a huge reach. I if you, fell flat on my face with that. But one. if you want to, if you want to invent that, then just do it. You know, like don't don't talk about don't it. talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> we have to take a commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Smile to Go. Thank you, Smile, for all the wonderful food you give our worlds you guys are the best of the best of the best the chicken people go try it shout out to smileradio.fm check them out on the instagram 
smileradio.fm. Thank you, Smile. And we're back, fighting vainly the old ennui. Stephen with us today, discussing not only meditation, but community. It's really kind of horrible, actually, now that we're digging into it on the consumer side and what you guys are doing to uh, create and build community. The, the Peloton of meditation I really like uh, as an analogy. But it's, um, it's, it's horrible how isolating this technology is and has been for us. Not only, you know, in the home, you know, wake up in the morning, check the thing, tied to the thing for the rest of the day, but out in public, out at dinner, you look and four people are on their phones and the steak tartare sitting in front of them and you're like, what the fuck? But do we think that meditating by yourself is a side effect of the fact that we're surrounded by people all the time? Perhaps? I don't think so. I like think it, maybe it doubles as like a respite to be by yourself. I'm into the uh, meditation by yourself as a respite. I'm also into any act of mindfulness in any of these practices because I yeah. have friends who use yoga as moving meditation. I have friends who use jogging uh, as meditation. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to Baron Hansen. Congratulations on completing that marathon, my guy. You actually don't have any friends. So that was, those were great examples, but also a lie because you don't have friends. Right. Because I cry myself <laughs> to sleep while watching my phone. I want to know what, like, in this space of meditation or for profit meditation, let's say, who are the big players? And also, like, is there a spectrum within the field of, like, snake oil bullshit? But like, and then like really trusted meditation resources. Sure. So a lot of the big players are some of the early apps, Headspace and Calm being the most notable. Mm. Uh, Calm recently uh, raised a round that valued them at over a billion dollars, which is an amazing accomplishment to think that an app that helps people to calm down and look inward yeah. is worth that kind of value. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Um, and I think, to, to getting back to, to the point you were making, I don't think there's anything wrong with meditating alone. Uh, that's my personal practice in the morning. Uh, the only thing is, if you're new to meditation, that might not be best for you. Right, the community mm. support is good. Yeah, and the other thing is, maybe you don't want to meditate alone. And so far, every single one of the options that has come out digitally has only been that. Focused on alone, right? Right, yeah. and so I often hear, I tried Headspace, or I tried Calm, meaning... Right. There was, the there, was a, there was a desire to use it, but doing it alone is not that engaging, not that interesting. It's hard to do. It takes a tremendous amount of willpower. Maybe you're confused. And so I think this is basically just a better mousetrap. What did you guys see in your early testing and launch? What we found is that people kept saying, it feels really human. Oh, that's so to, wonderful. So oh. to explain the product, when you first join, there's a waiting room, right? Mm -hmm. So I might see Hank's in there, mm -hmm. and yeah. you would see that I'm in there, and I can wave to you, and you can wave back to me. And then there's a prompt, like, what's one thing you're grateful for right now? Mm. So you might say... Barnett. Barnett. Yeah, my friend Barnett. Yes. And then I can give you a little heart to say, I see you. So there's limited interaction before class starts to just show people there's others there. Right, we're here. That's the first thing. Then the class starts, teacher comes on. Barnett, great to have you here. Three days in a row. Congrats. Mm. Hank, first day. First I day. see you. Thanks Beautiful. for showing up. Yeah. Right. right? So there's that. Then the class starts. Today we're going to talk about love. Today we're going to talk about forgiveness. Or today we're going to talk about 
the New York Yankees. Who knows? Which involve love and forgiveness, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a Mets fan, so don't get me started. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you poor bastard. Yeah, so let's sit no, together. No wonder you meditate so much. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> let's all take a big deep breath in and out together, right? Get, get everyone. And we have people from all over the world. It's amazing. Like with technology, we can actually see where people are logging right. in from. It's really beautiful. People come together, they meditate, and then there's a conversation after. So the teacher will talk about love or forgiveness or the Yankees, what have you. And then you might say, you know, I have a question. Right. Or Barnett might say, you know, that was really hard for me today. I struggled with that. Right. Somebody else might see that and say, ah, me too. Right. I understand. I'm not alone. That's normal. Right. Mm. So it's a totally different experience because what we're doing here is we're building a community. The idea is to build a supportive, inclusive community that helps people to connect and grow. Right. And that's, I think, the missing link from all of the other meditation products that are out there on the market. So what you guys have tapped into then, which none of the other platforms have tapped into, is what social media was originally intending to be as social. You found a way to bring the community aspect back into it and you're able to give intentions and direction and guidance to said community. The next question that comes forth for me is how are you picking your subject matter and your, your, your themes? What are, are you engaging the community further and asking them, you know, how is everybody feeling? What should we be meditating on today? Is there a feedback loop? What, how do you guys arrive at it and your content and programming? We worked really hard to select experienced, incredible meditation teachers who could really bring their full selves mm -hmm. to the platform, who could really be super authentic. And we let them teach on whatever they choose to teach about. Mm -hmm. So we have Hector who teaches the 10 p.m. class who teaches about rejoicing. Right. Right. We have Jackie who's on at 8 a.m. who one week did uh, a whole series on forgiveness but the next week she might have covered happiness, for example. Mm -hmm. So we don't control the content at all. To your question, because we're able to interact with the community, we'll ask questions like, what do you want to talk about next week? Right. Or what's on your mind? Right. And we have multiple opportunities for uh, community members to interact with the teachers and with us. Mm -hmm. So we get, we get themes. It so all, there's a it's good all, feedback loop here. That's wonderful. Oh yeah, the whole thing is community driven. Okay, I'm a huge fan not that I talk about him on four consecutive podcasts, but of Jesse Israel and of what The Big Quiet has done incorporating music into meditation. You mentioned that in some of your work-related practices, you guys, sight, smell, sound, incorporate them. Can yep. you talk to me a little bit about what you guys have done or your plans for the future are with either sound baths or sound-related or concerts? Or um, is there anything going in that direction for these uh, sense-related experiences. Yeah. Um, I think it's really beautiful when you get people together in real life mm -hmm. to be able to bring, into some, bring in some of those other senses like right. you just spoke about. Um, in terms of what we can do digitally, one of the things that we were actually talking about today, we have a journey scent. So uh, I have friends that run a company that makes the most gorgeous custom scents. Shout out to Dawn and Sam. And they made a scent for journey when we first started about four years ago. And that's what we use when we teach at organizations. Mm -hmm. And today we were talking about, is this something that maybe we ship as a nice little gift to our initial users? Mm -hmm. So that if they choose to scent their room, they have this really beautiful, subtle scent. 
Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of things that we can do, whether it comes to, whether it's bringing sound baths onto the platform, there's, mm-hmm. there's really amazing practitioners, you know, many of whom you know and I know, um, who could bring that type of experience. For us, I like to think of Journey as a way for people to connect around something that's authentic and helps them to grow and transform. So that could be, currently it's meditation, perhaps in the future it's journaling or poetry or visualization or sound baths. But the idea is it's live. So it's happening now in real time with other people. Is there um, like efficacy to improving the the practice through those things or are you just like doing it to reset people before they practice, if that makes sense? You mean when it comes to like scents and things like that? Yeah. I haven't seen any studies. So we had a study at NYU. We did a clinical study called the effects of journey meditation on cortisol, stress levels, and executive functioning. We also had a clinical study with Humana. Mm -hmm. So for me, the science is really important. I haven't seen anything around scents as it ties into meditation per se, Mm -hmm. but there's a whole host of, of studies that show how certain smells can affect brain waves right. and slowing them down and things like that. What were some of the findings from some of your studies? What are the, the well, cool scientific yeah, insights? Yeah, the, the main one, the, the one that I mentioned from NYU, it showed that 12 minutes of practice for eight weeks led to significant reductions in anxiety, increases in attention, and improvement in mood. 12 minutes a day for eight weeks is better than antidepressants. There have been studies that have shown that too. Oh, this, no this, way. They this, went that far? Yeah. This didn't compare the two. This, this basically said we had a control group and we had the, the test group. And it showed that with just 12 minutes, and that goes back to your other question about do you have to sit for 20 minutes? Just 12 right. minutes made you less stressed, feel better, and be able to focus more. 12 minutes a day can make you a better person, Barnett. Yeah. I'm also reading about treatment. Um, uh, for people who suffer from PTSD. Yeah. Yeah, so, and actually... I'm sorry, he gets into a K-hole with his phone. It's it's a part of this anti-mindfulness practice oh, well, that ac- he does. Well, actually, interestingly, um, Endpoints, which is Elysium Health's editorial arm, uh-huh. has a really great article called The Complete Guide to the Science of Meditation. Shout out to Elysium Health. Yeah, shout out. Shut out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out. Shut <laughs> We oh. have to take one more commercial break. To talk about our new favorite sponsor and friends, Blue Land. Blue Land. How an an unsponsored sponsor. Unsponsored sponsor. They are cleaning up America. One cleaning solution bottle at a time. An acrylic non-plastic solution which allows you to deposit a small pill into water, creating your own cleaning solution. Dun, 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 dun. Blue Land. Go to blueland.com, spend 12 bucks. Save a bunch of plastic fucking bottles. Also, your cleaning lady is eligible for a discount code. Not confirmed. Blue Land. At Blue Land. Um, I'm going to share this article with you guys. This is like actually quite a long form piece. When I'm spending my two of 11 hours a day uh, deep inside my phone, I will have a look at it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm, I've already learned a lot about like MRIs. I, like this really goes deep um it's like watching you take drugs well, i'm just it's trying to lit, learn about you, it it's like you're lit up in the eyes but part of the reason we do this is to learn it's the reason we do it. i've been learning so much the past couple days i've learned a tremendous amount from your alternative knowledge 
What do people do micro meditations? Sure. My uh, my teacher Sharon Salzberg says uh, small moments many times. Mm. So the idea being, you're walking down the street and you're just dropping into the sensation in your feet, right? Or right now we're sitting here. Just bring your awareness to your legs, to your seat, to your feet on the floor, right? Things like that. So not yeah. everything has to be this whole big, um, you know, right production, right, right, a whole dog and pony show. It could just be, yeah. Let's take yeah. a moment to just shift our awareness. Right? Maybe it's the sounds around us. Maybe it's the smells. Maybe it's just our breath. Are we, should we do a mini micro guided meditation right now? I'm not averse. I'm not averse. Steven, are you open to that? Sounds great. Let's do it. Okay. And by the way, listeners at home, I'm going to call this right here and right now. I bet this is something that you can repeat for yourself in the privacy of or with the community of your friends. A hundred percent. I mean, here's this is going to be the, this is going to be the best <laughs> what you can do that we've ever recorded. Here it is. Show not tell. No pressure. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do is want to get into a nice, comfortable posture, sitting in chairs, sitting on the floor, whatever works for you. Nice long spine, feet flat on the floor, and when you're ready, you can gently close your eyes. We're going to start this meditation by setting an intention. One word representing something you want to bring more of into your life. Could be love, balance, energy, kindness. Think of a word that resonates with you now. And now let's all take a big deep breath in through the nose. Silently repeat your intention and breathe out. Again, in, intention, and out. And again, in, intention, and out. Now we're going to bring our awareness into our body. Feel your feet as they rest on the floor. Feel your hands as they rest on your legs. And now we're gonna scan through the body, simply noticing each part, just bringing awareness. So let's start at the top. Bring your awareness to your forehead. Bring your awareness to your eyes, all those little muscles around the eyes. Bring your awareness to your jaw, your neck, shoulders, upper back, lower back, chest, arms, hands, stomach, hips, upper legs, lower legs, and feet. Now let's bring our awareness to our breath. Simply follow your breath as you breathe in your normal, natural rhythm. 
continue to follow each inhale and each exhale. Bring your awareness back to this breath and just let everything else go. As we start to bring this meditation to a close, return to your intention, the one word you said at the beginning, representing something you want to bring more of into your life. And all together, let's take a big deep breath in through the nose, repeat your intention and breathe out. Again, in intention and out and one more time in intention and out now take a moment to appreciate that your practice here today benefits both you and all those around you and when you're ready in your own time, you can gently open your eyes. Wow. I Thank like you. Barnett a lot more. Yeah, I was going to say. You know that scene in Zoolander when Mugatu throws the hot latte yeah. on his assistant? Yeah. I no longer want to do that to you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Huge dramatic shift. The biggest thanks are owed to Stephen. Making the world a better place one breath at a time. Thank you, Stephen. What else would you like to tell our users before we sign off for the day? Are micro-meditations our advice today? Major meditations, micro-meditations, all meditations? Intentions in all things? I think any form of self-care uh, is an incredibly beautiful act of love. And uh, whether that's meditation or, or anything else where you're taking time for yourself is, is really beautiful. Um, and I would, I would end by saying we just launched this product journey live today. It's in the App Store. If people go and download it, uh, there's a seven-day free trial. And then there's uh, special launch pricing that's discounted by over 50% of what it what it would normally cost and so Ooh. we'd love to get people on there and using it and connecting and we have over 3,000 people who have been part of our private beta over the last few months mm -hmm. and they're they're really excited to just keep growing and connecting and there's lots of classes we have over 50 over 50 percent of our teachers are teachers of color uh, the idea was to really have representation of the society we're Diversity, serving right. yeah so uh so yeah i'd love to have love to have the listeners check it out and and let me know what they think 
congratulations on your launch yeah. congratulations on the company and your ongoing success and thank you for joining us today yeah, thanks especially fellas. on a on a launch we appreciate it thank you fellas launch time it's not lunch time people thank you listeners for joining in with us today i'm henry lynn and i'm barnett zitrin until next time chill the fuck out meditate for a while chill make the world better you need to chill you need to chill better world better world better world better world better world at it's better that world